0: my favorite thing. (laughs) Welcome Jen. Today's guest is Jen Mansell. Um, She's a somatic coach and breath worker. This is a world that I don't know a lot about. I've had many friends who've really resonated with this work, used this work, found healing in this work, always been curious and I admit slightly terrified of breath work. Um, but I'm excited to have you here today because I don't know a lot. Like, I'm like really curious about what this kind of approach can offer to my audience. So why don't you introduce yourself in whatever way Mm. beyond that, that feels valuable to you or important for this particular audience?
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you.
0: Mm.
1: Well, yeah, my name is Jen and, um, I got into healing work way before I probably wanted to because Mm -hmm. I was, um, chronically unwell since I was a baby.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So after many, many years of being sick, uh, physically unwell and having like compounding health problems, um, since I was like 18 months old. Yeah. Yeah. I started very early on, like when I was 16, I, I said to my mom, like, I will not be, I will not live my life in a bubble. <laughs> and started, you know, I had been in and out of the hospital, mm. didn't feel like I was getting anywhere, and some ta- somehow like had some kind of determination to yeah, seek wow. healing. Um, so yeah, I, I from there went on this you know wild journey. My mom said, "Okay, like what do you want to do?" Yeah, and I was like, "I found a doctor in the newspaper."
0: No way!
1: And it was an ad. It literally said, "The natural doctor, like helping people who can't find help in the Western medical system or something."
0: Stop it!
1: I went to this guy. I know this is not introducing me, but it's kind of like
0: no, it so is.
1: I went to this guy, he was uh, like in his late 60s. He was a man who lived in this tiny cabin by a lake out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, went into his office and there was a fireplace and he was a homeopath and a naturopath and a chiropractor and he just sat me down and I told him all my stuff and he was like, I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you. Your, your body is fine. It just needs some support and oh. it knows how to heal. It knows how to heal. And I was like,
0: I have like full body chills.
1: <laughs> it was the first moment in my entire life. I felt like someone gave me hope. Mm. And so, you know, that started my journey. And mm. led me through nutrition and spiritual healing and i ultimately came to this place where i like couldn't break through and that's when breathwork found me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because breathwork can be very uh, cathartic and also very helpful to get into the places where we've held stuck emotion Mm -hmm. in our bodies And what I realized was that I couldn't get better because I was holding so much fear mm. from being a sick child. Mm. And so breath work, which, side note, is really just breathing in a rhythmic pattern along to music. Mm-hmm. It helps you go into a deep, I call it like an active meditation, mm-hmm. but a deep state of meditation where you can have experiences of like release or transformation they call it an altered state of consciousness a mm. similar place uh-huh. you would access through taking psychedelic medicines or yeah. if you did a deep meditation so you use the breath to take you there and then your mm. body your body sorts the rest out <laughs> So it's kind of like this magical tool that can help you get your mind out of the way.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because the body, the bo- you know, we get cut, the body heals itself. The body knows how to create and birth a child. The body knows. We just right. sometimes don't listen or we get in the way. and So when we get all of that, survival fear thinking mind out of there the body has its own priority path of like yeah you gotta look at this and you gotta look at that it all Mm -hmm. unravels Mm -hmm. so that's what that's a bit about me (laughs) and what brought me to this was
0: your mom with you when you saw him
1: uh yeah she took me she took me yeah what did she... she think of the whole thing I mean, she was at, at like such wits end at that point. Like, yeah. she was just clearly so desperate. I yeah. had been very unwell, um, and I and I think she was also hopeful. Like, I was like, my life has changed. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I think she was like, I hope this is gonna work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, f- I mean, within a week, a week later, I was like fifty percent better. He didn't give me fancy things. He gave me like probiotics, oregano oil, and like you know,
0: yeah. How long did you see him?
1: Well, I became quite attached to him, obviously because he became you know my my guide. Yeah. Um, So I went to him almost every week for years. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't really need more treatment but I um yeah I just kept like going back and having long chats with him about health and the body and
0: mm.
1: went to him on and off for many years still talk yeah. to him yeah
0: I love that I love mm-hmm. that I know those were sort of off offshoot questions but I always figure if I'm curious other people curious too yeah of course, <laughs> of course. Oh my goodness. Um, that moment, I want you to know nothing is wrong with you. Yeah. Do you use that line with like people who come to you now? Of
1: course. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this, um, sentiment of like, Hey, you don't have to figure this out. Yeah. You don't have to fix it. You're not broken. There's just something here that needs support and attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. It's become like a deep thread through the work that I do with people for sure.
0: Yeah. Do you find that people have different life events such as abortion mm. that lead them to accessing these stuck emotions like it didn't that's nec- didn't necessarily come from the abortion or i like mm. was because of the abortion but it led them to releasing these old stuck like do people come to you for just basically for anything and then end up releasing completely unrelated stuff
1: yeah i say this often that um a lot of people I work with, this isn't the case for everyone, but I've had a lot of people who come and they're like, yeah, I don't really know if there's anything too much to go into. And then they, um, they do a breathwork session and what comes up is like enormous amount of grief Yeah, that they didn't even know. Yeah. You know, they lost someone, they lost a baby.
0: right?
1: Um, and, and they didn't even really know that it was still in there. Because yeah. our mind is very smart. it It is very wise and knows how to protect us from these feelings that are really overwhelming like grief. Mm-hmm. And it finds very smart ways to keep us from feeling those things. So the breath can help um, take us into those places in a way that is... Uh, not necessarily overwhelming and re-traumatizing
0: mm-hmm.
1: to the system.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was really into kundalini yoga for a little while, although I've mm-hmm. never been into other kinds of yoga. Um, and at first I was like, oh, this sound piece of it, this breath piece of it is too weird for me.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But once I got past that, which was very quickly, um, I found it so incredibly healing. Mm-hmm. So healing. So I guess yeah. that's the closest I've come to any kind of breath work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never had a breath work session myself. Why might someone be attracted to this modality? Over, Like who might be a good candidate for this kind of healing
1: yeah, the people I um, tend to find resonate well with this are people who have a hard time getting out of their head. Yeah. And maybe they've, they've done therapy and they've done mindset work and things like that, yeah. um, but they're still feeling stuck. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about breathwork is that it really doesn't require any thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for people who feel maybe disconnected from their bodies, um, this modality is really helpful to get you reconnected and reacquainted. Yeah. And, um, and it can be a really new experience for people who, you know, are, are very disconnected from their feelings and sensations and, you know, what's happening beneath their, their chin, kind of. And that's common for a lot of us. Yeah. You know, because we're busy and going and um, it takes presence to and, and attention mm-hmm. to connect with your body. Um, and really listen to it and so it works really well for those people it also works really well for people like um, like myself I consider myself to be a deep feeler I'm a mover I like dancing Um, I'm kinesthetic I I like feeling things I like going to the store and like feeling the shirt before I buy it Yeah. Um, it works really well for those people too uh, because yeah. it's so simple in that you just breathe along to music and receive gentle guidance mm-hmm. and kind of like let the experience take you on a journey. Yeah. So you really get to surrender to your body's wisdom and, um, and knowing through the process.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of people after abortions, replay the story in their head they replay the decision making Mm -hmm. they replay like what led them to that point um like that spiraling where like stuck at some point that isn't now yeah and that this could be really helpful to just what you said to like come out of your head Mm -hmm. and into your body as soon as I remind myself to come out of my head and into my heart and mm-hmm. like all good. Like, it's just that reminder, but I don't think I am a really like, because for me, as soon as I go into my heart, I like connect to spirit. I'm open to messages. I have trust and faith. It like goes right there, but I don't mm-hmm. think I'm a very like body I'm sure it would benefit me immensely, (laughs) but I don't think I'm probably never had a lot of like specific detachment to my body. Um, But I can picture like a lot of my community who used dissociation to like get through the experience of an abortion, whether it was the actual physical procedure Mm -hmm. or the things that led to it. And this sounds like a way to heal that dissociation.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, in you saying that, I'm so happy you did. It's like that was really the healing for me around my, you know, when I first started uh, experiencing breathwork for my own healing. It's like the way that I dealt with being chronically unwell as a child Mm -hmm. was I just dissociate. Leave my body, float above my experience here. Very normal trauma response. Yeah. Especially when there's overwhelming emotions and physical pain. And Mm. so it was the returning to my body to feel what couldn't be felt. To feel what I needed to leave behind because Mm. I was not able to be with it in that moment to then years later be like i'm safe in this moment so i can go back into some of what's here in my body i can feel it and be supported in it yeah and let it complete itself right yeah
0: I didn't feel safe then and so how i took care of myself was to dissociate yes now i am safe i can go back there and do some of that healing
1: yeah i can come back a little bit at a time yeah a little bit at a time and slowly like um thaw the body yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i am i was just wondering as you were talking like in the traditional Western medical world, which it sounds like your first 16 years were very much like immersed in. Um, even some of the things that they did, that they tried, that they used, because you had already disassociated so much from the experience, like if someone in that whole experience had just like brought you back down, to the Mm -hmm. room to the experience would the same western medical tools have worked differently but it was like tool after tool not being effective because you weren't even really there
1: like yeah yeah that's really
0: interesting to think about
1: yeah one of the big things for me you know in all the work that i've done is um I really needed someone to be able to be with me in my fear.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: To not, you know, like bless my mom, she's a wonderful soul, but she was so scared.
0: She was so scared. She needed someone to be with her in her fear too. She needed
1: someone to be with her, yes. And so what I needed was someone who had enough capacity to be with me and to be with me in all of my fear about, I'm going to die. I'm going to live the rest yeah. of my life in this place. Right. I'm out of control. I'm not okay. I'm not safe. Yeah. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have anyone. So I had to leave.
0: Yeah. Um, there's, <laughs> I feel like I don't know enough to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. I feel like in palliative care, which is like more like end of life, someone is moving into passing and we're going to palliative care from my understanding is like, we're going to be here with you in that, in all the pieces of that emotional experience. Mm. What a shame if that's the right word, that we have to wait till it gets there to, to right. offer that kind of care. Like, what yeah. if everyone who went into any kind of healing world, medical world, hospital, clinic, had that kind of care? It was like, we're going to do this medical procedure and have someone with you to talk about the emotional experience.
1: Yeah. And to be there with you to hold your hand, to be there to co-regulate with your yeah, nervous system exactly. so that you have an anchor of safety because this experience does not feel safe to you. Yeah. 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 Be a different kind of world.
0: Yeah. What could you offer to someone? Cause sometimes I have listeners of this show who haven't yet had an abortion have mm-hmm. like made their choice. Um, What if someone was listening who knew they were moving into the procedure? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What kind of breath attention could they tap into, use to um, stay present in the experience? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, great question. Um, And what I want to say is that sometimes in in these moments we're not able to stay fully present through an experience totally you know um sometimes it's about pre and post yeah you know how do you really care for yourself going into it and coming out Mm -hmm. not to say you can't do things during but the breath can help us to um keep our nervous system regulated yeah and i would say one of the best things to do would be to um, firstly notice something about your body and to continue to come back to that. Mm -hmm. So a good example is because that keeps you in the present moment. And so if you're in the present and you're breathing, Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. this
1: is a good place to be because you can keep yourself. You can keep an inner sense of safety, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's when we go off into the future or the past that our nervous system can go into fight or flight or into right. freeze. Of course. So if you can notice like my feet are on the floor. Yeah. My feet are on the floor. My feet are on the floor. You right. can pick pick something in the room like those leaves on this plant are green. I can notice the texture. I see how many little veins there are. You can orient yourself to this moment so mm-hmm. that's one thing the second thing is I would do a really slow gentle breath mm. so there's a breathing called coherence breathing mm. coherence breathing is best done through your nose you breathe in for the count of either five or six and out for the count of five or six you choose depending on your kind of lung capacity mm-hmm but it's done in a very slow way and the balanced breath helps to keep your mind and your body and your heart Mm -hmm. coherent with each Mm -hmm. other helps to keep you from um going into the fight or flight because the fight or flight really happens when um a lot of it a lot of times it happens when we're projecting onto the future moments Mm
0: -hmm. yeah 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 so you could use both those things, like you said, before, during, or, and, or after your experience. Yes. Yeah. yes.
1: And yeah. Um, coming back to that really like balanced breath is, is almost like having that person there that's like being with you yeah, through the experience. Exactly. That's like, I'm here, I'm regulated. Yeah. It's okay.
0: Be with yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would say something that, you know, if you did have the option to have someone with you, either during or after, or even before, um, sometimes it is hard to regulate our our own nervous systems in those moments. And sometimes it's really helpful if we're with someone. And it's good because the people that want to, they want to support us. They just don't know how sometimes. So if you give them this as a, you know, Hey, this is a way you could support me. I'd like to do 10 minutes of co-regulated breathing. Mm-hmm. We're going to breathe together. You're my anchor. You know, teach them the 6 in, 6 out breath mm-hmm. and you're you're going to follow them. You're going to hold hands mm-hmm. or back to back or
0: mm-hmm. I love
1: that back to back. Be connected in some yeah. way, which once again is just anchoring to your body and your nervous system like Mm
0: -hmm. even
1: though your mind is probably going in many places that in this moment this body is safe in this moment this body is safe
0: Mm. that's beautiful I'm also imagining a lot of people um, have some fear about journaling or fear about writing their story Mm. Um, and the same tools could be really helpful before and after yeah, inviting yourself to do that work
1: absolutely yeah. because yes going into the story can bring things up in the body yeah so once again even if you're at your laptop writing can you also like keep checking in my feet are on the floor
0: mm-hmm. yeah my exactly. feet are on the
1: floor I see the trees outside and I'm writing yeah my feet are on the floor see the yes. trees outside yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Or even just knowing if I start writing and it feels scary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is the tool I'm going to use. Yes. And sometimes just knowing you have that tool ahead of time that you can mm-hmm. lean into is all you need to get over the fear of stepping into that place, whether you yeah. use it or not, just knowing like okay, if I get in and it feels too scary, I'm going to use this breath.
1: Yeah. Mm, So good. And sometimes when I work with clients, we even do things like, you know, sometimes we have these parts of us that are holding a lot of emotion, Mm -hmm. right? And when they sense that we're there with them, This is the way I look at it. Yeah. When they sense when we're there, that we're there with them, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you come home from work and your kid is like, yeah. I'm here, you know? <laughs> right. So sometimes even with clients, when we're going into stuff and a big wave of emotion comes up, we will even do things like, hey, can I imagine I'm just making a little bit of space from that?
0: Mm -hmm. Can I,
1: can I kind of ask this emotion to, to slow down Mm -hmm. and that might sound very weird, but our body responds to, um, to that. Yeah. Actually Mm -hmm. very well. I love that. Yeah.
0: So good. Is there anything you wanted to say or feel called to say? That we haven't talked about. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of things, (laughs) and people can find your work and explore your work, but is there anything you feel like still needs to be said on this podcast?
1: Yeah, I I think I just want to say that, um, that when we most of us have learned. How to manage our, our emotions and feelings by not breathing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the number one way that we kind of like yeah. hold it all in, yeah,
0: yeah, hold yeah. It all in.
1: And and after years and years of having many things happen, whether it's physically to our body or otherwise, you know, loss or anything. Um. There's there's a lot there. That, that's been held inside and using the breath. Unlike meditation, meditation is really great to like work with the mind and clear the mm-hmm. mind. But yeah. the breath has a, and i will call it an excavating factor.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It helps you bring the the tension that's held in your body. Trauma is held as tension in mm-hmm. the body. So many people will notice If they experience trauma in a certain area of their body, they may now hold tension there. The breath can be really supportive and helpful and gentle in helping us um, bring ourselves back into connection with those places. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it's free and it's accessible. (laughs) I love it.
0: It's so good. Yeah. Thank you so much. if people want to keep learning about breath work mm-hmm. where's the best place to find you or uh, i mean alternatively and or um do you have a favorite resource or book
1: oh sure yeah um you can find me at jl mansell that's my name on instagram mm-hmm. and then my um my website is jenmansell.com and um, my favorite uh, book that includes breath work is called The Presence Process and The Presence Process takes you through um, a 10 week journey of gentle breath work twice a day and you learn how to use it as an integrative tool to help um, you know move through triggers and all of the life things that we've you know held on to that we're just trying to move through so oh that's so good I've never
0: heard of that book thank you yeah
1: yeah it's by Michael Brown nice Mm -hmm.
0: well thank you so much
1: thank you for having me learning about
0: new things yeah your energy is just so soothing and so lovely Mm -hmm. um so I'm always just delighted to bring new tools and resources and people to my audience. So thank you for being a part of that.
1: Yeah, thank you for doing this work. It's very mm. important. Really appreciate it.
0: Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing